We are back. Picard of the shotgun. He's really struggling tonight. 3 of 14, 28 yards, and 5 interceptions. Picard takes a snap, rolls to his right, feels some pressure, throws across his body like a dumbass, and it's picked off. It's Jones. Jones going to go all the way to the end zone. Touchdown. Picard misses him, and he throws his sixth interception of the game. This one, a pick six. You're listening to the Picard Pick 6 Show on Apple and Spotify. Here's your host, Scott Picard. First off, let me get into something. You know how we're truthful? People will say, oh, we could change picks or lines difference. This is for a fact. You bet Iowa 22 and a half. But on the show, when we were at your house watching it live, and the show, you had it at 23. It becomes a push instead of a win. That's honesty. Bullshit. I won. Yeah, but that's honesty. <laughs> it's honesty. It's uh, that's so you want to say like all oh, the lines honesty, are different. Honesty, integrity, the best policy. Sometimes. 50-50. But let's let's get into a little recap. I want to say this. Is Nebraska good? Sorry, I jumped the gun. <laughs> I jumped the gun. <laughs> they are average. Uh recap. BYU, Fresno, Oregon. Best three teams in the Pac-12. 100%. <laughs> Those are the three best teams in the Pac-12. Fresno beats everyone in the B- BYU owns the Pac-12 already. Fresno Fresno is a win away from being a top 10 team in the country. They are okay. a upset away from Oregon from being probably 10th in the country. Upset away from being Oregon for literally in I mean covering every game basically. Arguably having the best like schedule. Penn State's up there. Obviously Georgia just beating Clemson and ha- like just dominating them, but they have like probably the best like yeah. Uh, resume. They're, them in probably Iowa right now that yeah. I can think of. Penn State too, sure. Penn, the, but the top five yeah. resume right now. Yeah, right so now. So if you put them in the top ten, I'd be like. If they, yeah, if they, if they would have pulled off that upset in Eugene, obviously pulled the upset off in Pasadena, you're talk, I, I would be pissed if they weren't top ten. And I would be like, no argument they're top ten because they've, I mean, they also, on the road too. They, beat, they crushed UConn, covered there. They would go on the road to Oregon, win. They'd probably be a top 25 team after that and then yeah. beat that UCLA team. Yeah. Yep. So there's Crazy. that. Love Fresno. I was high on them. I want to go back on the record. I was high on Fresno State all year. Love their offense and they're proving me right. I wish I would have just bet more money on Fresno over the time, but I, I love it. I And now they're getting into an easier schedule. So who who yeah. knows what where the future holds for them? Um, they Pat Hill's our coach, right? I think he's a guy that came up, we'll play anyone, anywhere, anytime. So, love, love, that's a football coach. Love that. Um, I'll say two things for besides the recap. I think this season is going to be kind of crazy. From what we saw, it seems like every team is like beatable. I agree. There, there isn't, normally it's like Bama, Clemson are going to run the table. Ohio State, we'll see them in the Final Four. So, see, right now, I mean, Bama looked kind of beatable against. They look beatable. I'll apologize to Emory Jones. I still don't think he's good, but he played well. So, I give him credit. Uh, Clemson doesn't look good. Clemson looks like they terrible. almost they almost took themselves completely out of the playoff picture on Saturday. No, I, mean, I love them this week, <laughs> and that's why we love them. That's why I love them. Um, but all right, so there's two things. I know last time we talked to some of the guys, they love kind of the insight or the knowledge, like some some things. So I'm going to go into two things before we get started. I looked up. There's a website. It's called VSIN Betting Odds. You can look at it. Like updates twice a day. How much money? How many? the percentage of the bets and the percentage of the money on each team and the over under. Um, so I looked at it. I, I screenshotted it the day before uh, the morning of. And so I looked at who covered. So when you see 80% of the bets, if I bet $10,000 and he bets 10 bucks, it counts as one bet, one bet. If we go to the opposite, it's 50% of the bets. But if you add up the money, like 99% of the money's on this team. So when you look at it, if you see like 80% of the bets are on, let's say Notre Dame this weekend, but 50% of the money is on each team. And so 50% or 55 is on Wisconsin. That means like the sharp money is on yeah. them. So that's just an indicator like the people that bet and gamble a lot are on the other side. So I went and looked. There wasn't anything like that. So I don't have any stats. But 80%, anything that had over 70% of the money on went five and six this week. So with 70% of the money, that, it doesn't really show. But what I want to get into is. And before, and I guess on that point, um, they went five and six. So those people who are the big spenders should probably be using the Vookie app. They should be using the Vookie app. You want to know why? Because they wouldn't have lost any money. No money. Even if you're just a regular degenerate that plays $10 a game, throw, download the Vookie app, right? Yeah. Put, easy bet, to use. Easy to use. Bet money, bet your 10 bucks, and 
bet your credits. If you lose the credits, it's whatever, but you gain credits. And then go get that. Let's say you go 0-10, but you bet on the bookie app and say you bet every game because you can and you don't have to worry about money. Bet every game and you win 10 bets. You get an extra three, 400 credits. You exchange those in, get a Starbucks gift card, put in for a raffle for some AirPods. It's the easiest way to literally not lose money, but still get that gambling itch. And if you, again, we bet money on the game. And have some skin on the have some skin on the game. There's nothing better than having on a on a game that means literally nothing to you emotionally. There's nothing better than getting emotionally invested. I'm going to the Phoenix Mercury playoff game tomorrow, and Huge. I'm going to bet money on it. I mean, why wouldn't why, you? Why wouldn't you go to a game, bet some money? I will be taking the the Mercury because they have the best player of all time and the best big. I <laughs> so I was with some people one time, and I want to get your opinion on this that they asked me the question, Alec, would you rather your hometown WNBA team win the championship or would you rather find $5 laying on the ground? I want to get your opinion on this. $5 doesn't do it for me. It's just like, I just, let's have the Ten. team win. That'd be like, that'd <laughs> be like, it'd have to be like a hundred dollar bill for me to care. hundred. Yeah. hundred bucks on the ground. Boom. All right. I'll take that. But okay. I mean, that's not that. That's, oh, that's groceries for the week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's yeah, nothing wrong with it. I was just curious. Curious yeah. your opinion. But what what I want to get to with the, the the sharp betting and the betting is there's a guy, Billy Walters, considered the greatest gambler of all time. He made millions and millions. End up going like Joe because he basically created a system. He won 57% of his bets. So if you have to win at minus 110, 52.4% of your bets, you have to win at minus 110. So I want to give two tips. If anyone out there, and I know our buddy did this, bought, it for, bought some picks from some guy, if some guy claims he wins 60, 70% of his bets and what, but won't show you his tickets actively, he's lying to you. If you're paying for bets, don't do that. Save your money. Just listen to, uh, there's a thousand outlets, us, other outlets. You can just get other people's opinions that will share for free. Any good gambler that gives out their p- picks for free because they don't care. And also, if you're paying for bets, why are you paying for bets? If you're so good, just bet all your money and you yeah. win. Yeah, and on, to that, on that point too is, is, any handicapper is going to go on like scorching hot streaks where they might go 20 and four or, you know, 15 and two in a two day period. But they're also going to go on these freezing cold streaks where they go like one in 12 or, yeah. you know, it, it, it really does balance itself out. So if you, anyone ever tells you like, oh my God, like I'm up, I'm up six grand. Well, you know what? The, it might not be because they're drastically at a, uh, uh, winning like a 95% of their bets. No, they probably just, you know, put massive amount of money on certain bets that hit, hit, hit. And then the ones they lost, they, they, you know, minimize their bets. So like always take it with a grain of salt when people are acting like they're getting rich. It's, it's one, it's hard because Vegas always knows, yeah. right? They, they, they're, they're the ones that are literally seeing what bets are coming in and they have to, you know, weigh their own risk. Don't buy the picks. Listen, listen to the Picard Pick Six Show because we are and, giving out winners. And also, if you don't agree with people, if you think they're s- s- terrible gamblers, just fade, fade them. them. Just like literally, be like, "Oh, Scott's Pick Six hasn't been positive, even though I've been even or positive every week." But if you think like, "Oh, I go two and four, two and four, one and five, fade me," bet the opposite, and then you'll be happy. A good way to like, I know my buddy of I just kind of follow someone, he goes, I feel like he's hot, and then I listen to him, it seems like he's going to go, and I'll fade him some weeks. He can't three, four weeks in a row, so I'll eventually just fade him a couple times, and I'll, I'll get, so that's a way to do it. Also, with, with, we live in Arizona, there's a ton of apps. If you have a, one where you can bet online, you can go to a ton of apps. Shop lines is another little advantage. You know, go to, go to DraftKings, go to Barstool, go to somewhere. So if you like, let's Thursday Night Games, Appalachian State, they're minus seven, at minus 110. But if you can find them minus seven at like 105 somewhere, bet that. Even though it's only an extra, if you bet 100 bucks, it's an extra like four or five bucks. You, you actually, at 105, you only need to win 51.2% of your bets. All right? But don't shop it if it's minus 110 at seven and it's or seven and a half, and then it's minus 115 or 120 at seven, then that, that, the numbers are still kind of the same. Yeah. So, but if you can find to shop every line, whatever game you like, quickly go look, see what they are. If you're betting one game, if you're betting 25 on Saturday, it might be tough, but go shop lines, look at them, see who has the best odds. Some of them don't, but you might find a little one or two, save you extra money. And if you win 55% of your picks over the course or 52% and you get them at 105, you're, you're plus money at the end of the year. So that's well, my thought. Yeah, absolutely. I think we, uh, I think we should go ahead and get into, uh, into yep. week four. All right. Week four, first game up, obviously biggest game, uh, 
9 a.m. out here, 12 o'clock in the East Coast. We got Notre Dame, Wisconsin. This line opened up as a pick 'em and then quickly went. It's now plus six and a half with or Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. I don't think highly of Notre Dame right now. Um, they covered I, last week. They who did they play? Purdue. That was the first game they've covered this year, I yep. believe, and they still didn't look that great because I don't. I don't think Purdue's very good. I mean, Purdue lost their top offensive player last year. Um, I don't think highly of them. I don't think highly of Notre Dame. It's a neutral game. I want to say it's at Soldier Field, if I'm not mistaken. In Chicago, game day, Fox News. Yeah, I mean, it'll be, it'll be cool. It'll be a cool scene. Um, you know, I think there's still a lot. You know, juries out on Wisconsin as well. It's a lot of points. I mean, at the pick'em, I'm t- if it's if I'm going money line bet, I'm taking Wisconsin. I just don't think they've proven it. Um, uh, you know, it's gonna be super interesting because they got uh, Jack Cohn, a little a little reunion there since he transferred he transferred away from Wisconsin two years ago. I think it's gonna be extremely interesting to see how that that plays out. But he's not a very mobile guy. He's not a dual threat. He's not a guy that's gonna make a plays on his feet. I I see Wisconsin kind of overwhelming him. Getting back to the defense, I'm just not impressed with Notre Dame at all. Um, yeah, I Notre Dame has impressed me. I'm taking Wisconsin. Yeah. I, I'm taking no. I'm taking Notre Dame. Sorry, oh, I'm, I'm taking, taking Notre Dame plus six and a half. I think the Jack Cohn reunion game. They haven't played well, but I still think they're a good team. Wisconsin now, granted, they were a couple fumbles on their own inside the red zone from beating Penn State, who's clearly a, a good team. Um, but I just like the Jack going. I don't think their Wisconsin's offense is that great. So I think Notre Dame can keep this close. That's where I'm going at. Six and a half points, I think, is a lot of points for these two teams, uh, especially for a low-scoring game. It's going to be yeah. defense. So that's why I'm taking the points. It's like tough because it. it's a lot of points, and, like, Notre Dame's defense has great players. Like, they haven't played, like, exceptional yet this year, but, like, they have the talent. So you're like, okay, it's got to click at some point. Like, they they were good last year, and they have the pieces. Like, what are we missing here? It's going to click at some point, and it could get dangerous. They're winning. You know, good teams find a way to win when they're not playing, when they're not, when they don't have it. Maybe they just don't have it this year. A we'll neutral site game. If it's at Wisconsin, they're telling me this line should be eight or nine. I don't believe that. A higher-ranked team getting six points. I just, I, I don't get it. So, I'm there. You're obviously opposite me there. Um, next game, Texas A&M, Arkansas. Five and a half Texas A&M. This seems way too low. Texas A&M has a backup quarterback. But he played well last week. Against who? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Still for 300 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, they He gets another week under their, their system. At Arkansas. At Arkansas, that's fine. Here's the thing is, Arkansas beat Texas. Everyone's so high. In, like, ooh, they beat Texas. They're great. They beat them. They played bully ball against Texas. They ran down their throat. You, The way Arkansas played, I don't think they can do that. Again, their strengths is really Texas A&M's strengths, and I think Texas A&M is better at it. Better, and they have better athletes and – I think Texas is, is Texas football for the last like decade and a half. Yeah. So didn't, I'm ever since you know I, yeah. I I don't really care. I'm not high on Texas, especially after I got bit by the mousetrap there. So um, yeah, I, I think you know Texas A&M def- Texas A and M's defense is legit. Yeah, uh, ton of athletes. It's in Fayetteville. It's, it's in Fayetteville. Yep. So I think that plays a little factor. It's not a ton of points. I mean, it. I mean, it, then at the end of the day, like if if Arkansas. If Arkansas beats AM, you're gonna be like, holy crap, and Arkansas C- good. Sam Pittman, good coach. Quick side note, did you see the South Carolina coach? He got asked by a beat brother, like, what did what did Georgia what did Georgia do like scheme wise to like prevent your offense from doing anything? He goes, he's like, would they do scheme? They got a hundred five star recruits. Yeah. They got a guy three hundred pounds that runs faster than anyone on this call. It's like, what do you they they're just bigger and better. Yeah. Like there's that's that's SEC. They're just a different level. Must be which nice. I thought it was funny. Um, I, I lean Texas A and M five and a half. Give me that. I think they can't bully um, Arkansas. So, but if Arkansas wins us, then you know I think they are actually Sam Pittman's got them rolling. They are a good team. Uh, this is the one I need you to tell me about. Uh, talk me off. Clemson minus ten against NC State. They Clemson has looked terrible. Clemson they, just looks bad. Their like, offense they looks don't terrible. Look good. They don't look good. Their defense clearly keeps them in games. The problem, NC State lost. Yeah, NC State didn't look good last week or two weeks ago, whenever yeah. they played last. Um, I I saw that line. And I'm like, I'm like perplexed because if like Clemson, even if even if Clemson looks like average against Georgia Tech, I think this line's like 16, 17. But people are now confused about Clemson, which is it's we're in a we're in a world that we haven't been confused about Clemson in seven years, eight years, whatever it's been now. 
And so I, I think I, I can't, I, I cannot bet against Clemson at that. Like I would want to bet on Clemson because there's not that many points. This is the lowest I think a Clemson total has been not ranked against an unranked, an unranked team, team in f- ten years. Yeah, in s- at least six, seven years. I, I, if, if NC State would have been rolling, and I think NC State lost like Wake Forest or someone like not that good. 60% of the bets are on um, NC State right now. I think people are, like, like the, uh, Beamer said from, from South Carolina, they just have five star recruits. They eventually, like, I think Dabo's in this thing, in their roommate. You guys, that look at Georgia. Their team killed What was it. the score of the Georgia Tech game last week? Uh, 14-8. Okay, so I'm going to go back to the point. Do I think that North Carolina State will score more than 10 points? They scored 10 against Mississippi no. State, so I don't think so. No, so, because Clemson's defense is legit. You can say whatever you want about their offense right now. Their defense is the second-best defense in the country, if not the best, and they've proven it. They proved it in the Georgia game with the freak athletes on the field. So then my next question is, do I think Clemson can score 21 points? Yes. Yeah, I I like Clemson in this. I'm actually I'm probably going to take one of my pick six. I have nine picks I like. There's two I really like, and there's like – I honestly didn't even think about this game. And I just talked myself into a lock of the week. <laughs> yeah. the, the Clemson, you're going to look at it, and they could be up 21 nothing. and be like, Clemson found, like, I think Dabo's in the locker room being like, see, see Georgia, that's a team that, that beat you, and they're going to beat other teams. He's like, everyone thinks you stink right now, and no one's believing and, in you. In last week's game, there was like a three-hour, like, storm delay. Like, it was one of those, like, it was just like a perfect storm. They were probably just sleepwalking through. And honestly... I at that point, what was the point total? What's the, not point total? The spread last week? No, this week. What's oh, the ten. At ten points. I mean, come on, guys. It's Clemson minus ten. They're playing an unranked. NC, they're playing a team that's been beaten by double digits already this year. And I, I don't. And I'm, I'm gonna grab the iPad here because I, I really need to see who it was. I don't think it's it Mississippi State. Twenty four ten. Twenty four ten. I mean, do I think Mississippi State's defense is better than Clemson? No. Do I think Mississippi State's offense is better than Clemson? No. So, with that logic, put my finger in the mousetrap, Clemson minus 10, lock of the week. There we go. Uh, next game is, I need to be, I had this right away, and then I've changed my pick, and I have, I'm have. i not going to bet it. Uh, Rutgers in Michigan. It opened up as Rutgers, I think minus 14, it, or it was like 17, is now 20. Two of Rutgers, 20 and a half. Two of uh, Rutgers cornerbacks. Two of Rutgers cornerbacks were ping. Paintballing fucking students or cars and they're driving by like fucking idiots. I want to put it off the record, on the record. Kind of a hilarious prank. Messed up, but kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, when you look at all the things kids have been suspended for, like I've never seen someone paintballing cars as they drive by. Yeah. So it's kind of funny as an outsider. I'm staying away from this. I actually thought... I'm confused because I think Rutgers and Shiano, if they kept it close, would I be surprised? No, I'd be like, oh, Michigan... This is a typical Michigan from the years past where they start out and everyone's start like kind of talking. Hot. They're beating up the bad teams. Now, we don't know how great Washington is, but they don't seem that good. Beating up the bad teams and then lose. Or they're all of a sudden a seven-point game in the fourth quarter with like two minutes to go and Rutgers is driving. I'd be like, oh, and Shiano can coach him up. Now, there's something different. I feel like this Michigan team's a little different than the ones from the past few years because they're not only just beating teams, they're fucking murdering teams. And maybe they're just good. You know what I mean? Maybe they are finally yeah. just good. And Problem they beat is, Rutgers yeah. by tw- 28. Because I know Harbaugh is going to run up the score if he can. If he, he's up 35 to 10, he's going to try to run to get the 42-10. I think he's just going to keep pounding the score. So that what gets me nervous. I'm staying away. But what I do like, I do like the over. Yeah, I mean, I think Rutgers, obvi- Sean is a great fit for the Rutgers program, at least second time through. He, uh, he's he got a lot of guys in place. Obviously, the, missing the cornerbacks for this weekend's game is going to play an impact. Jury, for me, is still out on Washington because I do don't know it or not on Washington on Michigan because they beat a Washington team that it has proven they're not very good. Um, I just have no clue. I have zero feel big 10. You know, the problem with the big 10, when you get away, at least in the last three to four years, and I'm, I'm a huge big 10 guy just because, you know, Nebraska is in the big 10 big spreads don't cover often. They don't outside of like Ohio state beating the crap out of everybody for the last while. Like, even like Wisconsin's hate, like when they've been like, you know, nine, 10 wins, um, Penn State, when, you know, 
there's just not a huge scoring gap. Now, obviously, there was the bad Rutgers team we've had for like the last four or five years, which they would get murdered. The bad <laughs> Maryland team that would get murdered. They lost like 150. Rutgers in a, in a three-week span, I think it was, they lost a combined like 175 to three. And it was like Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah. And they were all trying to one-up each other. It was something crazy. It was so bad. But like outside of those two teams over the last like, even, I mean, Nebraska's been terrible, but like, Against the spread, they haven't been that bad. It's just it's such a confusing conference to me because it's like the, the leaves turn colors and Big Ten football, the you know coffee's in the air and offenses are non-existent. Well, and it, you're just like, what the hell it's happened? It's tough to cover like a twenty point spread or a, a, a twenty eight point spread, but then the over under is like forty two. So it's like they have to win in this window. Like like yeah. Iowa the other day, they had to win like thirty to twenty seven, like thirty four to twenty or to seven. Yeah. So you have this like. It's a very small narrow, and they somehow fought, somehow fit into it. But it's like, all right, if this team just scores like fourteen, then it's like, yeah, I'm covering against Iowa. Going into the Big Ten, we got Iowa minus twenty three again this week against Colorado State. That I think is worse than um, Kent State. As we know, I love Iowa uh, as a better. You know, I know I pushed on them last week on the Picard Pick Six show, but your boy won, so I'm counting it internally because that's where the dollars are hitting. Um, one thing I did read is that Colorado State's front is their strong suit. Now, they aren't a good team, so who knows what that's saying. But I'm just perplexed because I, the more I watch Iowa, like the first couple of weeks, like they were getting like defensive touchdowns and like turnovers in the, in, inside their other, you know, the opposing teams like 25. And so they were like having like these, I was, you know, I was looking at their offensive stats. I'm like, man, they're like, they're like, they're, they're only putting up you know, 300 yards a game, but they're scoring 35 points a game. And so, like, last week, I think it kind of showed, like, Kent State. They should have a second sh- touchdown. Kent State should have covered. I mean, yeah. I don't want to be that guy because, like, you know, they there's crazy the one. Fumble at the one. They get safetyed mm-hmm. at one point, and that's the only reason they cover. And so, I am, like, I'm, like, do I bet Iowa? And, you know, do you bet them, you bet them until they lose and kind of thing? I don't know. Because their passing team, their passing attack, it's, like, so frustrating. We watched the game with some Iowa fans, and I'm just like, guys, we haven't evolved at all. Two things. Two things about Iowa football. One, their quarterback was 22 for 30 at one point for 146 yards. Their running back, Goodson, had 18 carries for, like, 140 yards. So he carried the ball two less completions and had more yards per carry than yards per completion and definitely more than a passing attempt. This Trey Goodson guy had... Uh, he had, I think he had 15 carries, 110 yards, and like a touchdown. And they don't give him the ball. They run like a third and nine draw, and he goes for his touchdown. Yeah. It's like, how about we just give I don't know our best running back the ball? But Iowa is like, oh, we got our we got our thunder and lightning. We got to do like no. How about like just give? Well, the problem is, is that Iowa literally I, I, they establish the run, but then they run one yard out routes with their tight end. Like you ain't fooling anybody. Like yeah. they can still stack the box, and you're not beating them because you don't throw the ball past. The freaking linebacker. They're level. so frustrating to watch, but I can see them just, I think, one, and this is more of a bias pick. I said I'm staying away from bias picks, so I'm not, if I, I'm going to bet it this weekend, but it's not going to be one I'd give out. Um, Steve Adazio is a coach at Colorado State. He, I, I, I wasn't a big fan of him at BC. Uh, his best year was when he had Ryan Day as their offensive coordinator and Don Brown as a defensive coordinator. Uh, so they had really good coordinators. He, he will run the ball up the middle. He'll try to run the ball up Iowa's face every single play. And I was just going to stuff him, and he'll keep just trying to do it. He's like, got to establish a run, an old-school football coach. So I will take Iowa in this if I were betting, but maybe the under yeah. looks good. Yeah, I have no idea. You know, 30 to, 30 to 7 again could be another score. Um, I don't know. I don't have a feeling this game. We're going to UCLA-Stanford, a Pac-12 game. UCLA coming off a loss. They are minus 4.5 at Stanford, over under 58.5. I, I don't. I thought I was high in UCLA. I had him over for seven wins, but that Fresno loss makes me not feel like great. Stanford got beat by Kansas State, but now maybe Kansas State's pretty fucking good. Maybe Kansas State's good. They're undefeated. They're ranked yeah. twenty fifth now, and then beating Stanford, and maybe Stanford's actually good, and Kansas State's just better than we thought. So I don't have a feel. Um, I'm staying away from this game. I don't know if you have anything about this. I mean, I I have UCLA on the card. I think I I also have been listening to you a lot. And you told me how good UCLA is. I thought Fresno was good. So I was not shocked Saturday night when Fresno just literally just was marching the ball down the field every drive. That didn't shock me because mm-hmm. I have high expectations of Fresno State, especially after the especially after the Oregon game, when then Oregon went to Ohio State and manhandled Ohio State, which ha- we have not seen done in 
a long time. So I, part of me thinks like, was it a letdown? No, because Fresno State beat them like last year or two years ago or two, yeah, two years ago because last year they didn't play. So part of me thinks like UCLA is still good. It was a letdown spot. But then, you know, part of me thinks, you know, they, and, and I think why we got so high on UCLA is because they destroyed LSU and they just like, from kickoff to the final whistle, like they manhandled LSU. I was never high on LSU. So I think UCLA against a high powered offense is going to struggle because defensively has always been chip. That's where chip Kelly doesn't, they still put up like 40 points last week. Like, yeah, yeah, it's still Fresno state. Fresno state's defense isn't their strong suit, but like, it's Stanford. Like they, they played Vanderbilt and they covered. Sure. And I, 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 I guess picked, if, if Fresno played Stanford, Fresno's, Fresno's favorite to win, right? Yes. So then I, it makes sense. Maybe, maybe you convinced me to take in them, not on my pick six, but in the game. Yeah. I, I think UCLA, I think their offense is good. I mean, they're, they, they just got beat. I mean, they, it was a high, I mean, they, I think the total was like close to 80 points. It's, it was like whoever had the ball last was going to win that oh, game. Oh, remember the stat I gave last time, the over and the under? The under, the lowest under hit the over, and the highest over hit, like, it was 77, it hit, like, 80. So, now it's 4-2 and two and 1-2. Um, okay. But that's because like it went to overtime, and San Diego State, like, let up a late touchdown. Yeah. And then the Ole Miss just scored, like, 760 points on their own. Um, all right, mousetrap game. Uh-oh. It's a mousetrap game. It's got to be Louisville, Florida State. No. This one is... You got a ranked team going on the road against a non-ranked team, and they're getting they're getting six points. Who is it? Kansas State at Oklahoma uh, State. Oklahoma State. Um, Oklahoma State should not have beaten Boise State. Boise State. They had a fumble return for a touchdown that the ref blew. Said no, we we blew the whistle dead. It should have been a touchdown. And then Oklahoma State should have been driving the score instead. Boise gets the ball. They miss the field goal. I, I think if they miss if they miss that field goal, Oklahoma State's two and one. I think actually this this might be even a pick 'em. So that's what I'm saying. Because of a missed field goal and a bad call, we're giving Oklahoma State six points. I, for I mean Oklahoma State's gonna be a tough place to play. I have heard. I was talking to a buddy actually about this line earlier this week. Who he went to K State. He's, I was like, man, how about that line this week? You got to be loving that. Like, maybe taking money line. He's like, absolutely not. Kansas State always lays an egg at Oklahoma State because they never play well there. And I don't know the history. I didn't look it up. I just took his word for it. And I said, okay. Sounds like I, I appreciate you letting me know because I was pretty freaking fired up about this pick. They were on my pick six. And, and, and it was like, okay, maybe he's like, I don't know why. We just don't play well there. It's a tough place to play. He's like, I would not bet it, and I'm like, holy crap, this guy bets. I mean, he he's, I mean, he's every every week this so far he's taking K State. So when he told me that on an undefeated K State team, I I it raised my eyebrow to say the least. Okay, I will be taking that's I had a nine thing card that I'd eliminate, so that might be coming off my. Uh, coming I just off thought my that card. I thought that was very interesting, very interesting. Now, obviously, every team is completely different. Um, I don't know much about Oklahoma State uh, this year. I, I have in the past just because they've had some more pronounced names. But I was just like, hey, I mean, sometimes it's just tough places to play and your team just doesn't doesn't handle it well. All right. Last time in Stillwater, they lost by 13. In 2017, they won by five. Oklahoma State won by two. Oklahoma State won by four. Oh, well, they're covering. Oklahoma State won by seven. So they're winning a lot of these games. And when it goes The to prior Oklahoma State teams were better than this Oklahoma State team, in my opinion. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And Against the worst K-State team. K-State quarterback played really well, too. So, all right, I, I might put that. I just, it looks too good. I'll, no, I'm going to kick. Trap. I'm going to kick myself in the future. Once we get over 500, 1,000 yeah, followers. Hey, this is a shout-out for all of you to... Get us more followers. We call those games mousetrap games. So once we exceed 500 followers on any of our social media platforms, Picard Pick 6, uh, for either the TikTok or the Instagram, if we take a mousetrap game and it loses, we will then put a mousetrap on our finger. Well, we, we'll, will, we will trigger it because we'll, we will have fallen for 
the trap. That's how confident you know if we do take a mousetrap game, we are confident in it. Yeah, I mean, we really, it, it, it's one of those, because it's once a week. There's once People, a week, there's a line where you're like, how the hell? We call it a mousetrap. The, the term in football, when they, oh, it's a mousetrap game, is when, say, I'm Florida playing Alabama next week for shits, and I'm playing, like, Southern Miss this week. It's like, we're looking to Florida. It's a look-ahead game. Like, this could be, like, a mousetrap for them to not cover whatever. They're looking ahead of it. Us, on the other hand, are called mousetrap games. They are, this line doesn't make sense. This other team the better be, team is not, The better team is getting points. Yeah, getting points. It's, I think this team is much better. Why are they getting six points? Not even, like, one or two, like, six points. That seems crazy. So, um... So yeah, this is a mousetrap game. It. So one, hey, so Your back friend to friend has one memory. Yeah. I'm looking at this shit. What about? So he was there in like late 2000, like, like 08 to 12 or 14, 08 to like 13. All right, in 07 they won by Oklahoma State won by two. He was there. Oklahoma State won in Manhattan by ten. Stillwater by seven in 2011. In 2013 they won by four. The only time is like man, Kansas State beat them in 14 by like 30. Okay. Every time in Stillwater, it's been a close game. Under un, All but one has been under the six points. I like that. And it's six and a half? It's six right now, unless it's changed. I don't know. I have, All right. Okay. Um, let's go to... Big game. The big game. The big game. The biggest game of, of the year. If Of the year. If, 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 if Nebraska doesn't lose to Illinois, this game would be a lot better. Oh. But it's not because they laid an egg. We got Michigan State versus Nebraska. Michigan State getting five and a half. Giving look, five and giving a half. A, giving five and a half. Nebraska plus five. This game is um, Michigan State looks very good. But is Miami just terrible? And yeah. Northwestern clearly stinks. So, is Nebraska good? Is Nebraska okay is the question. I don't know the answer to that. What I will say is... You, my know, what's, you know what? And I, I, I was thinking about this. I was on the way over, and I was, I was literally thinking about this game, and, you know, I go, like, oh, my God, like, we laid an egg against Illinois. But we went back to that, and we were sitting there watching the game together at the bar, and we were like, there was, like, two plays that happened in a row that were like, it's crazy how in college football one or two plays literally changes the landscape. It went from, like, Nebraska potentially blowing the game open right before half. They would have gone up, um, like, two scores, Getting the, I believe, getting the ball at half to down, down three or down four at half. All this, it's like if they beat Illinois, and then they obviously this is a, a world of hypotheticals. Then they go on the road last week, almost pull off the upset against Oklahoma, win playing bad football. Yeah, the 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 thing is, we always it was like from game to game to week to week, they're the same. It's been Nebraska for the last years. Is they score a touchdown. Take the extra point to go down four. They end up getting it blocked and he gets returned for a safety. Um, so that changes the whole landscape of that. But it's like Nebraska, one step forward, two steps back. Is this a two-step back game? Or is this, hey, we lost to Oklahoma. Maybe we're in the same spot. This is a one-step forward game. Yeah. So that's where I don't know. I can't figure that, I can't figure Nebraska out. Maybe Michigan State is very good. Maybe they're the team. Their running play. attack is very good. Okay. That is I, one thing I know. Their running back is a stud. Um it's going to be, I think it's going to be a very, they are such a well-balanced team. I was looking at it, their stats. They average about 520 yards a game. I think they're 268 yards in the air, 258 yards on the ground. Like you're talking about as well-balanced of attack where both are firing. It's not like, it's not like they're both in like the 170s. Like they're both putting up high numbers on both, both the run and the pass game that I think this could give Nebraska trouble. If it was just one, like I think like that's, you know, Nebraska was able to scheme to stop Spencer Rattler. Last week, mm -hmm. like they, they, they knew the running game wasn't going to beat them because they know Oklahoma's offense. I am concerned that this truthfully, like they can beat you either way could, could be what their, their weak. I mean, as any team, their weakness, and it's gonna be tough to, to stop. And they really haven't been, you know, they haven't proved They haven't proved anything right yet. So yeah. it's not a ton of points and they're going on the road. So I, again, I don't and it's a striped game, striped game, Michigan state. Ooh. They've got uh, the green and white. They're striping the stadium. So, Damn. night game. games. Uh, night games in college football looks are so fucking they're, awesome. They're so cool. I mean, it's just like, why doesn't more? Why aren't there more night games? And that's what I think, being on the West Coast, we, I, I wish there was. Like, it, Don't get me wrong. I love waking up, having my cup of coffee, and I'm watching college game day at like 7 in the morning. But when 4 o'clock comes around and there's literally like five more games and four of them are BS Pac-12 teams, I'm like, 
man, I really wish there was a game like Penn State Auburn last week well, or like it, multiple. It, this of comes them. down to the Pac 12 needs to get better. Like, it wouldn't it be sick to watch a UCLA, USC fucking 7.30 Pacific time, like, kickoff? Yeah. If, like, two teams, those fucking colors, night game over the Rose Bowl, that would fucking be the best. Yeah. The Pac-12 needs to get better. I think, I think that, but also a combo of the Big 12 needs to play a little bit later as well. Let, let the Big 10 and the SEC and the ACC play the morning, early afternoon slate. And let the Big 12 play, like, their first games are, like, early afternoon. Like, Nebraska, fucking Wisconsin is a 12 o'clock Eastern kickoff. Yeah. It's the best best game of the slate. And yeah. you're just putting at 12, you're putting at 9 a.m. out here. Yeah. That's Not Nebraska, game. but Notre Dame. No, what did I say? Wisconsin, you said Penn, or Wisconsin, Nebraska. Oh, I meant, I meant Wisconsin, Notre Dame. Yeah. yeah. Wisconsin, Notre Dame. Like, like, make it later. If, as long as you're not on the East Coast, like, make, like, let there be a couple more prime time. Or, like, even or like, East Coast, like, when I was back in Boston, when I lived there, like, before you go out on a Saturday night, watching the 7.30 game, the 7 o'clock, yeah. 7.30 game, right before you head out to the bars, it finishes at 10, you fucking drink while you yeah. watch the games, and you go to the bars. Like, people love the 7 yeah. o'clock game. I, I, I wish there was more being um, being on the West Coast, just because it's like, yeah, I would love to, like, go out and, you know, go out at 7 o'clock, go to the bars, and, and there's not any, all the game, all the good games are finishing up, and now i got to watch freaking Pac-12 After Dark, which is, like, a bowl, yeah. a BS product right now. I do say what the best is, in, in Boston, fucking, when the Pac, because when I was in Boston, it was, like, the Pac-12 was actually good. Like, USC had it rolling. Yeah. Oh, like, so you'd actually. Like, 1900s. Yeah, like, 1900s. Like, you uh, would fucking. Uh, he is rattled. Fuck he is so we, rattled. But we have a party at our house, right? And there'd be, the tw- it'd be like, a 10 o'clock game, and the game would be on TV the whole time. So, it's like, if you wanted to kind of drink and watch the game, you, know, you could yeah, do so that. so fun. But here in Scottsdale, it's like, games end at fucking 9 or 10, and it's like. And that's, like, the last game. That's not, like, the, yeah. like. Not necessarily even the good Nothing's games. Nothing's on TV. I got a fucking. Well, that's why it's like I, I want to watch. Like I want to, you know, you know, after a day of drinking and kind of be drunk, like hanging out. Like I want to watch like a, a full slate of like, like ESPN, ESPN two, ABC, FS one, Fox. You know, Big Ten. I want like eight games on at five o'clock, and that just doesn't happen. It sucks. Yeah. It's an us problem, guys. You know, our our loyal viewers. If you're not in the West Coast, you don't have that problem. And, and who knows, maybe if that was our reality right now, we'd be like, oh, my God, I don't want this. But it's just one of those, you know, I, I wish. Let's start a petition, better games in the evening for us. Yeah, I mean, Oklahoma and Nebraska would have been cool to have a later game than, than 9 a.m. Like, yeah. that's a, it was a, a historical game. Like, what, guys, we don't, need to, we don't need to kick off the game at 11 local time. Yeah, it sucked. Uh, speaking of Oklahoma... I mean, I'm going to say this. They're playing West Virginia. They're favored by 17 and a half. It started at 19 and a half. went down like 17, back up 17 and a half. I'm going to say this. They're winning close games. When they were blowing, not blowing teams, when their offense was putting up 50, but their defense was giving up 45, no one ever said, oh, they look like they're struggling. They're just like, hey, they're just going to outscore people. Yeah. Now that their defense is good and they're keeping games close and the offense isn't going, everyone's like, oh, they stink. They're, they fucking, they're terrible. What? My thing is because they because of the past they've notoriously been known for being an offensive juggernaut and their defense is stunk. But it's literally they're doing the opposite this year, and so everyone's like, "Oh, they stink." But before, when their offense was just beating teams by scoring the, fifty, but 60, the problem is, is they they the best team they've beat is Nebraska this year. So they're that I think that's where that that argument comes to play because then you're like, and they're in the Big Twelve, so granted, like competition's not super stiff. And but I think when you're like, "Oh, you're scoring fifty points on everybody," like. If, as, if you score every possession, you cannot lose. Like, you just can't. And yeah. so I think that's where people are like, well, they, om- they almost lost to Tulane. They almost lost to Nebraska. Like, those, like, Tulane is not a powerhouse. Nebraska is not a powerhouse. And so I think it's just raising the, the question. I'm super intrigued by this line uh, because I, I think it's a lot of points the way Oklahoma has proved to be playing. Like, yeah, they beat, like, West Carolina – by like a hundred. I thought West Virginia got out early. I thought they, I don't think they're a great football team, even though they beat Virginia Tech. They just got up early. They did everything in their power to yeah. lose that game. So I, I just, I, it's tough to bet. Like of Oklahoma and like kind of like the Clemson, their offense is going to figure it out. They got yeah. too many dudes on offense. A good, great quarterback. Yeah, they have quarterback. too many dudes on both sides of the ball, yeah, too. And, but their quarterbacks are both like five star, highly talented players. Like they're going to figure it out. I just, I'm, I'm going to stay away from this game, yeah. but it's a surprise. I want to I just take West Virginia just so I can sing Country Roads, you know, the whole game, because <laughs> I think that would just be hilarious. But I can't because I, again, don't think West Virginia is – like, yeah. I mean, they were up big early, and they, like, 
almost blew that at home. And I don't know if this game's in Norman or not. I think it is in Norman. Yeah, I think it's in Norman. So it's like, you know, does yep, does Lincoln Riley does Lincoln Riley like fire put a little fire in people's asses and say like, hey, figure it out because we are in Big Twelve play the now. Over under went to fifty six. It moved down. Um, normal. <clears throat> Five years ago, if you said Oklahoma, West Virginia, over under 56. I would have said, is that team total? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> that, like, I would have had a heart attack. I would have bet my whole house on it. Everything. That's crazy. I'll still probably bet the over. Actually, I mean, 56 is not a ton of points in college football, period. So if, if Oklahoma figures it out, they could score They'll put up 40, 40 on their own. Yeah, so, um, All right. We get into a game I want to talk about. UNC, Georgia Tech. UNC, it's, they're minus 12 and a half. I think this is a big – they are um, – because Georgia Tech played well defensively. They have the number five ranked pass defense in the country. But I think that's due to, one, the teams they've played. But also, they played Clemson, right? And I think the biggest knock on them, um, well, Clemson just hasn't figured out. I think it's more due to Clemson than Georgia Tech being good. And Sam Howell fucking lit it up last week. Fucking yeah. put up, they put up 60. That is the offense, like, that is the Sam Howell. That's that, who they are. Who's the number one offense. A quarterback I don't probably think, next year. Yeah, I think uh, I I like UNC here. I think Georgia Tech. If if Georgia it's Tech gets now. if Georgia Tech gets handled by four scores last weekend, they didn't obviously three scores. Let's just say three scores. I think this line is like nineteen. Yeah, I just think it's more had more with Clemson than what Georgia Tech was doing. So that was my. Um, Again, I think Clemson... But I also think Sam Howell's... I think North Carolina's offense is much more progressive right now than Clemson's offense, so... I also think everyone has this mind because it was that first weekend of games. They played Friday at night, the only ranked team playing. It was at, it was in yeah. Blacksburg. It's a great environment. And the whole world's watching how bad they played week one. And I think that's still stuck in people's minds. And they're hammering yeah. Georgia Tech. So that's my thing. This last one I want to get into um, is because I'm taking it. And it's a school that you went to. FIU. Nope. Pima. Nope. U of A. Yes, U of A. There we go. As you can see, I'm well-traveled. <laughs> uh, Oregon, they're going up to Eugene, is getting 28 points. Is giving 28 points. I watched U of A lose to NAU. Now, I, I know I graduated from U of A, but if you, any, if you, any, you talk to anybody I know, you talk to me, they know no one hates U of A football more than this guy. They stink. See, they, they lost to NAU, which is, is not a school you're supposed to lose to. when you're For those of you that it, don't know what NAU is, it's Northern Arizona University, the Lumberjacks. And I think they're notorious for their, like, agriculture school. They're not known for sports. They are a Division One AA team, I believe. Yes. Yeah, and they should be, like, they go there. It's, it's, they get paid to go down there. They, they beat them handily. Now, I think they're, they made the playoffs last year, but... They shouldn't be losing to them. I think this team is when you lose to NAU, you're qu and then you have to go on the road to Eugene. How are you possibly getting up for that? Like fuck! Now we just lost to NAU. We are we haven't won a game this year. We lost to BYU. They haven't, we haven't won a game. They have the I saw a fun stat: the longest active losing streak, fifteen games in a row. And then they have to go after losing to NAU. They have to go up to Eugene and play that team. I'm sorry, but. I'm taking Oregon. Oregon's gonna run up the fucking score and try to try to win by a hundred because they they're try they they, they now the, have the, to the Pac-12 is so bad because all their teams have been have like basically lost that Oregon not only has to win every game they have to blow teams out and I think they're gonna win I think it's gonna be like forty nine to ten. So I just want to say that this is definitely on my card. Yeah, I I it's not on my card, but I'm taking Oregon. I think U of A is so bad like. The, the fact, looking back, the fact that they lost by one score to BYU, I am like, that that is the reason that I have been betting against BYU because I know how bad U of A is. So I don't know what happened. I turned it off. So I don't know what happened, but BYU clearly figured it out. And U of A is going in the wrong direction yep. this year. And I and Eugene, I don't see how the hell Last they game I want to talk about, and I don't know if you can talk about, but it's Tennessee, Florida, which used to be a great game. Tennessee hasn't been great recently, but it opened up at 14 and moved all the way to 20 and a half. A rivalry game, I know it's in Gainesville, a rivalry game getting 20 and a half points. Like, I, if I were to lean out, I'm taking the points. Florida coming off, I know they played well, but maybe like, hey, we're, we can compete with Alabama, run the table, win the SEC in the SEC championship game, and, you know, we can make, if we, if we go 11 and 1, we can probably make the, the, 
the uh, college championship playoffs. And that's what I think they're thinking. But I think it's like almost not a look ahead, but I don't think, I don't know. I don't see them winning by 21 or more. The thing is, is like Tennessee, I mean, they've played one relevant team. And by relevant, I mean like just team that anyone knows what state they're in by playing Pittsburgh. And they lost to them by seven. What's the over under in this? Um, hold, please. Over under is at 63 and a half. Yeah. That, I mean, Hypo is going to, they're going to throw the ball. They're going to play. No, I mean, they're, I think the over hits. Yeah. Easily. So their defense thing. So I can see the over hitting this. Um, so that's all. Any games you want to talk about? Um, I mean, not necessarily ga- games I care to talk about. I mean, I'll, I'll mention them in my card. Um, I think that I'm, I'm super, you know, this is like the first week that like, there's really only like one, like exciting football game, like right, like you go and you're like, yeah, it'll be really cool to see like how Wisconsin and Notre Dame plays. But like other than that, this week I think it's going to be really telling on the future of like sports betting and lines because this is I think where think people like open up and there's just not exciting games. Like I think I think you're going to start seeing like the the true team like by your fourth fifth game. Like if you know we keep saying like, oh, we think Oklahoma's offense is going to be better. We think Clemson's offense is going to be better. We think we think. If it's not showing by like week four, week five, like that is your team. Yeah, that that is who you are, are, and that's fine. But now, like that's when it that's why it gets tough to handicap, or you know, to because Vegas at this point is like, hey, here's the data. It's not lying. Like, yeah, they, you know, they might have an outlier game here and there, but like, it's going to be interesting to see how this shakes up. You know, there's a lot of uh, you know good teams playing really bad teams that are. I mean, I was looking at, like, the Ohio State, I think, giving up, like, 49 points. It's like, holy hell, like, 49. Like, if you give me, if you ever told me you can have a 49-point lead against anybody, I'm going to say yes, but these teams still cover it. And so yeah. it's, like, one of those – it's, it's going to be super interesting to see how the weekend shakes out. Um, not a super exciting weekend of college football, but, hey, I think, I think it's going to be interesting. I think there's, a, you know – a lot of games, there's going to be a lot of points scored in a couple games that I'm excited to watch. Like a lot of like six, like five to 11 point spreads. Yeah. You know, like the game I'm excited to actually to, to see is, is Texas Tech, Texas. Like that, you I know. I took the over on Texas Tech. I think it's four wins, four and a half wins this year. And they're at three. They're at three. You know, right now they win this game. It's, yeah. yeah they, they still got Kansas. You know, they're, like, they're seven and a half point dogs, but like, I don't think Texas is that good. It's at Texas. I really don't think Texas Tech's good, but. Um, you know, it's interesting stuff like this that's going to, like, shape the Big 12. And it's interesting games. Um, you know, there was a, there was another game I was looking at that, like, I'm not betting on. But I'm like, it'll be this will be very telling to see how, oh, Washington State-Utah. Like, the Utah quarterback just transferred. He got benched last week because he sucks. He just quit. And he quit Monday. And now I'm like, oh, whoa. Tennessee, Tennessee State or Tennessee Tech's t- coach did that too. Uh, or coach, uh, players just quit. Well, they had, I, don't, I don't love football. Yeah. I'm done. And I was just like, so I bet the other game, but I messed up. And I thought I read it as a different school. And I got to find it. It's on my phone. Fuck. Um, but I read it as a different school because I was like quickly going through this stuff. And so I bet this game and it wasn't, uh, oh, it was a, so it was the Tennessee like tech player quit. And I read it as they were playing, um, who does Charlotte play? Uh, they're plus three. It's, it's like a Thursday night game. Should be at the top. Charlotte, Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee. I read as Middle Tennessee. Oh. So I, I ran and fucking bet Charlotte. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> like an idiot. I was like, oh, and it was it was fucking it was, Tennessee yeah. Tech, and I was. But I'm it's like, so dumb. But like you know, and I think it's intriguing because like Utah has played awful this year, but then they they came back against San Diego State. They lost, but they came back with this backup. So I'm like, maybe this backup's got shit figured yeah. out. So like, I I'm not well, betting it. Good yeah, I'm not betting it. But I'm I'm interested to see. And then there was a another game that I thought was going to be. Um, I'm intrigued to watch. And, and I and when I say I'm not betting it. Like there's a great chance I bet it. Um, is Louisville Florida State, which actually I am. It's on my card. Like I saw Louisville like put up points with UCF, and they're playing Florida State. And like Florida State stinks. It's minus two. It's minus two. Damn. All right, yeah. so let's get into let's our get into it. I got seven, and I got to narrow it down. to. I know I got to kick one off. So I'll tell you the seven. It's the Kansas State plus six, Kentucky minus five, Oregon minus 28, Texas A&M minus five and a half, over, under, in the Rutgers game at 49 and a half, Notre Dame plus six and a half, Clemson minus 10. What did you say was 49 and a half? Rutgers, Michigan, over. That's it? 
it moved, it went from 51 to 49 and a half. Love that. So yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, what's on your card? Cause maybe I can take something off based on that. Um, so what I'm narrowing down, I got the Iowa minus 23. Um, I took Houston minus 20.5 over Navy. I just think Navy stinks. Oh, terrible. They're terrible. Houston is not a great team. They lost to, to um, Texas Tech, but they blow out bad teams. They've proven that this year. Um, I, How about their coach leaving West Virginia to go to Houston? Isn't yeah, that crazy? Strange, strange. Uh, I got, <laughs> well, I always bet against UConn. They did prove me wrong last weekend. I believe it was last weekend. Yeah. But I got Wyoming minus 29. Wyoming's got a lethal offense, and they put up like 29. Yeah. They have, they put up like 50 points against bad teams. So I'm like, as long as it's like 50. Is it in Connecticut? I have no idea. Right, we don't it have does, does not matter. <laughs> Um, what, what have I told you so far? Iowa, Houston, Wyoming. Uh, I got Louisville. Uh, I got it at one and a half, but put me down at minus two. Oh, well, what's that right now? If it's at it's one at and a half? It's at two. It's at two, oh, okay. but when I, when I had written it down, it was at one and a half. All right. Um, and then I, I'm, I just added this to the card because of today, but I'm confident in Clemson minus 10. Yeah. And then my last game that, and I want to ask your opinion because, but it really does not matter because. We don't know anything about either team. Is the Army and uh, Miami of Ohio game? It's like minus nineteen Army. No, no, minus eight. Minus eight and a half. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Nine. Minus eight. Minus eight right now. Minus eight. I don't know much about 89% Miami. Eighty-nine percent of the bets are on Army. Yeah, I think I just think like a Miami Ohio team doesn't really go up against the option that much. Can Army stop them a little bit? And if they do, they cover. Like those schools, like those. No one in the the MAC plays. Uh, does the option? Yeah, I don't think if I, I was just trying to remember because Maction's just so crazy. I can't wait for Maction, but um, I, I like Army minus eight. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna take it. I'm just All not right. not feel, not feeling confident about it. Um, I just need one more. I uh, I have Iowa, Louisville, Wyoming. You steal one of mine. UCLA, Clemson. Wait, UCLA? Oh yeah, I have UCLA minus four and a half. Oh, okay, that's that's six. That's six. All right, I just don't. Oh. I just don't love this week's slate, to be honest. I and love my seven picks. I I also have not taken a ton of look into. I actually have some bets that they're not my my locks of they're not my car pick six, but some first half lines I really do like. Um, so it's right. tough. It's tough. I slate. think I'm just gonna take Kansas State off, and if I'm wrong, I'm just gonna kill your friend. Cool. All right, I'm so take, I, I am taking Kansas State in the bet after we did yeah, the research. Yeah, yeah, but it's not in your pick six. No. Yeah, I will bet them, but if your friend, we can just yell at your friend. Who is this? Kayvon. Oh, Kayvon. He was a K-State guy. He went oh, to yeah, K-State. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's an idiot. Tell him his number. He has one bad memory. He, yeah. he took that for 10 years. All right, I'm going Kentucky, minus five against South Carolina. I think Kentucky. I love Kentucky. I think Kentucky's actually a really good team. They play... They literally play. I think LSU next can beat them. They could go into Florida. I think they're hosting Florida. They could hope Florida at 5-0, and and I think they can beat that game. So minus 5, I was high on Kentucky. Oregon minus 28.5. Texas A&M minus 5.5. The over in the Rutgers, Michigan game at 49.5. Notre Dame plus 6.5, and, and I'm with you. Clemson minus 10. I could, I could lose that game and just be like, all right, call me a, call me a squid, but – that's a square pick because it's so low and you never get those numbers, but I'm taking it. That's it. Make sure to uh, follow us on Picard Pick 6. On That's both on Instagram and TikTok. TikTok. And then myself, S. Picard 5, and Alec Byersdorf on Instagram. It's in our Tag your friends. Once we get 500 followers, we will be introducing the Mousetrap. Mousetrap game. Thanks. Love that. Thanks. Have a great week.